Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Welcome back to Movies First. Chris Coleman here with you and alongside me is Alex First as we look at The Dancer. Or is it The Dancer? No, I don't know. We do, we do the English, The Dancer. Absolutely, The Dancer. Now, I've got to ask you, we, we established some time ago that Chris has got many talents. You are an actor. You are a terrific radio announcer with a great voice. You are somebody who sings and does a very, very good job of singing. I can't, I mean, unless you think of beached whale dancers, I can't see you ever having been a dancer. Were you? No, not really. Not really. Did you, did, did you ever like dancing or oh, not really? Look, I, I did the obligatory ballroom dancing classes back in the school days. Uh, you know, like, but no, dancing is not really my thing. No, I, I did two debutante balls. Does that count? You did, I'm just you asking. Did two. I did two. Yeah, yeah. There were two occasions with two different ladies. It was oh, okay. very pleasant. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I actually, I, seriously, I loved my dancing. I, I grew up during the disco era. So each Friday and Saturday night, we used to go to the disco with the the silver ball. You know, the mirror ball in the middle of the room, and uh, you know, all those bonus. Pardon me. This explains a lot. It does. Yeah, the Donna Summer numbers and and all of that sort of stuff. And we had the tight pants and the flares, and we had the um, we had the peace signs. That was during. Yeah, it was good era, wasn't it? I mean, I I loved the eighties. I thought it was great. The seventies and the eighties. Didn't you? Come on, <laughs> come on. We're, we're trying to motivate people here. Anyway, this is totally different to that. The dancer. It's a period drama. Rather unusual story about endeavor achievement heartbreak and pain concerning one particular dancer who rewrote the rule book. She was born in the American Midwest. Nothing in her background destined this farm girl called Loie Fuller to become the toast of Europe's Belle Epoch cabarets, even less to dance at the Paris Opera because she was hidden beneath metres of silk and her arms were extended by long wooden rods. And Lowie reinvented her body on stage and enthralled her audiences a little more every night with her revolutionary serpentine dance. She was dazzling the capital. She became an icon, the blazing symbol of a generation. And eminent admirers like Toulouse-Lautrec, the Lumiere brothers and Rodin fell at her feet. Can you believe that? So you, we're talking, as I say, Belle Epoque Cabaret. Now, even if the physical effort risked destroying her back, which it did, even if the glare of the stage lights seared her eyes, which they did, she would never falter in the quest to perfect her art. That's how much she thought of her routine. But then she met Isadora Duncan, this young prodigy hungry for glory. And that would ultimately lead to the downfall of this icon of the early 20th century. Interesting story. Really interesting. Co-written and directed by Stephanie de Giosto. The dancer began when 
Stephanie saw a black and white photo of a dancer hidden in swirling veils and floating above the ground. And that was captioned, Loey Fuller, icon of the Bell Epoch. So D'Augusto was curious about the woman behind the long swathes of fabric and intrigued by the story. She loved the fact that Fuller became famous by concealing herself and was taken by her trailblazing nature. Fuller revolutionised stage arts at the end of the 19th century and yet almost nobody remembers her. And that's what is so extraordinary about movies. They, they bring to the world stories you would not see in any other form. Soko, this is an actress who was in the movie Her, is enigmatic in her characterization of the dancer. Most improbable success story. It's her quirks, the, the indulgence of her wealthy admirer, whose name was Le Comte Louis d'Orsay, played by Gaspard Ulliel, who was in Saint Laurent, as in Yves Saint Laurent that provides most intrigue in this motion picture. You can truly say that compromise wasn't a word in Fuller's vocabulary. She really did things her way, her own person. Naturally, of course, there are many obstacles. Inevitably, though, she finds a way through. As you can imagine from what I've just said, the film is populated by artsy types. They are arrogant. They are petulant. They are competitive. And I suppose it's appropriate to the material that we're dealing with. The daughter of Johnny Depp and Vanessa Paradis. Have you ever seen her in a movie, Chris? Uh, that's uh, Lily Rose. I, I don't think I've seen her in a movie. Absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous young woman. She'd be about 18 years of age now. She appeared in a couple of movies I've seen called Yoga Hoses and Tusk. Both of those are really bizarre. But um, she, this is her third film. She makes a really strong impression as Isadora Duncan, really well cast. Youngster who's used, used to using her feminine wiles to get her way. Melanie... Theory from A Perfect Day. She's got an air of mystery about her as Fuller's loyal offsider, Gabrielle Block. And in fact, her role is relatively single dimensional. I would have liked to have learned a bit more about her. We didn't really get that far. We, she's in quite a number of scenes, but as I say, doesn't really have a lot of depth to herself, the way that she's portrayed. And I'm sure she did have because she's incredibly loyal. A matchup. And what a tea, Mike. Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to Metro PCS and get a 32 gig iPhone SE for $0. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Claim based on talking tax. Not valid for active numbers currently on our T Mobile network or active on Metro PCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. You're listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. It's a movie for the art house crowd, The Dancer. Certainly leaves a lasting impression. It's it's one you're not going to forget in a hurry because she's so unusual. This, this woman, Loey Fuller is her name. Uh, it's L-O with an umlaut over the I and then an E. Loey Fuller, the toast of Europe's Belle Epoque cabarets in the movie The Dancer. I was checking the soundtrack credits for this. It, it intrigues me. The soundtrack ranges from Nick Cave to Beethoven to Vivaldi. There, there is uh, uh, your, your very definition of an eclectic soundtrack. Absolutely. The only thing we didn't have is punk rock, and you know, perhaps there's a second version of The Dancer in, in, the, in the offing that would have punk rock <laughs> incorporated. But no, I mean, I, the music is very good, but the whole thing is so, the whole thing is so bizarre and you sort of think, no, this couldn't be true. And yet it was. I mean, it's, it was her obsession. I mean, I think that's what really got to me. 
Loe Fuller, because she wouldn't compromise, she just sort of said, well, you know, people have to understand. And, and she just moved mountains. I, I really admired what I saw. But it also, I mean, it affected her health so in such a pronounced way because you can imagine that because she had to wear the, the silk wasn't the issue. The, the issue was that she plied her trade with rods and these rods were so damn long and they were so heavy and, and she had strengthened her back. And because of the incredibly bright lights, I mean, it was kind of like uh, she was on stage but all of the lighting was on her and in a small confined space at the brightest of – what do you call it when, when the brightness? It's ca- called luminosity, lum, lum something. Luminosity, I think, is the word. That'll, that'll work, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what really got to her. And uh, so, gee, talk about giving for your craft. But, um, yeah, it's it's look, it's worth seeing. It's uh, a movie that I'm going to give a 7 to 7.5 out of 10 to. Okay, something different to The Dancer here on Movies First. And even The Dancer. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.